She's not here to judge. She's here to report the honest news on healthy living. She's Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. It's time for Naturally Savvy. When I was in high school, this is Lisa, I used to love watching soap operas. I admit it. My mother used to videotape them for me. I'd watch them when I get home. Let's just say I didn't have much of a social life, but I was definitely into the lives of all these soap stars. And they always look so perfect. You would never think there was anything going on with them cosmetically or any issues at all. And then I got to speak with the wonderful Emmy-nominated soap opera star, Amy Gibson. She's a founder of Created Hair and the author of the new Tell All how-to book sex wigs and whispers love and life with hair loss and she was she was an emmy nominated soap star and a fantastic person and andrea did you want to add something before i bring our lovely guest in no you go ahead and bring her right in i'm very interested in this topic all right amy welcome to naturally savvy hi ladies good morning how are you we're good. We're good. You know, I got to talk with you on another show and I we, I just am such a fan. And, you know, just hearing about your story of, of living with alopecia and being on this show and all the pressure to look perfect. Well, first of all, for people who don't know, what is alopecia? And then tell us about what it was like being on a soap, having this issue that you felt you needed to hide. Okay, well, quickly, uh, we'll make it in very simple terms instead of getting too technical. Alopecia is an immune disorder. It is where the white blood cells feel like there's a disease, and they fight against themselves to kill the disease, and the result is hair loss. That's plain and simple. And there are several stages of alopecia, okay? So there's alopecia areata, which are small bald spots. And that can be confused as when a woman kind of has stress and or a little something lacking the nutrition. She looks oh, my hair's really thin in one little place, right? So it's a little sneaky. It's a little sneaky. It's why, it's why it's called the mystery condition, because there's no real answers for alopecia. Then it goes into alopecia totalis sometimes, which is what happened to me, which we'll go into in a minute, and that's where you lose all the scalp hair. And then what happened just four or five months ago at the end of uh, writing this book, I actually lost all body hair, all lashes, all nose hair, uh, all my eyebrows. And so there are those stages, and there's many, many more things, more and more issues with, with uh, alopecia. For African-American women, the most common uh, type of alopecia is traction alopecia because they wear all the braids, you know, and the cornrows, and they kind of right. pull the hair. And you'll see a lot of black women with very thinning hair in the front or a, far, a, a, a hairline that's further back. Mm. That's from traction yes. alopecia. So that's the most common thing in African-American women, okay? And what it was like for me in a soap, oh, God. Um, first of all, <laughs> soaps have this image of being perfect. You said it before, and it's true. I swear, you show up, and they have the perfect clothing for you, and they spend a lot of money, and you have these fabulous makeup and hair people, and they're going to make you look fantastic, and everything is given to you. Your food is there, the craftsman. Everything is just fabulous, right? But there are a lot of things that go on behind the scenes of soap operas. The most common thing is the click nature. There's this click element with soap opera stars that have worked together for a long time that sometimes they'll welcome a new person on, and other times, if they're an insecure actor, they go, oh, she's taking a piece of my storyline, and they make it really difficult for you. <laughs> so there were good experiences on soaps, and there was my really bad experience that, of course, I had to write about in my book, General Hospital, right? <laughs> so, I, sorry, girls, but how to do it. So, the interesting thing about soaps is, and in, in the industry period, especially at that time, I was 13 and a half years old, nobody talked about baldness. Nobody was wearing extensions, and if they were, you never heard about them. So, it was literally 
a taboo, even obviously more so than it is now. And it still exists as a taboo, right, even now. That's why I wrote the book, to break and break open these barriers and say, enough of this already, let's talk about it. So I was actually in the makeup and hair room. I was on the show maybe four or five months. And I had just experienced something six months prior, which had started out as a young child. At eight months, someone had staphylococcus on their hand, and they happened to touch my bottom. And I got staphylococcus. They didn't really know what to do with it at that time, and so they gave me too much tetracycline, which stained my teeth brown. And then they would kind of dip me in hot water so the boils would break into the water instead of going back into the bloodstream. That's all they knew how to do. So the first five years of my life was very painful. And then it went away. And then it came back on the back of my knees at 13. And then it went away. Right after that, I got alopecia. And obviously, there was a lot of stress in my life as a child that I write about in the book with, the, with in, in Betrayal. So there was a lot going on for me. So when I was in the makeup room, and he, he would have my head, I had this gorgeous mane of hair that I was so attached to on every level. And I would put my hair over, and he'd brush it. And he said, you know, Amy, you have a, a bald spot the size of the palm of your hand. And he'd always kid around with me, so I thought he was kidding. I said, no, you're right. He goes, no, 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 really, seriously. And he shows me a mirror. And it was interesting because two things happened. One is, when do you ever see your scalp? Have you ever seen your scalp, please? No, not really. Just like Andrea, have you top. ever seen, other than the front, you ever really see yes. your scalp? So imagine mm-hmm. seeing a bald spot and you go, wow, kind of weird. And then you feel it and it's like a baby's bottom. It's so soft. So I was really curious until that maybe lasted a minute. And I, I've always, I don't know why this happened, and I say this a lot, but I must have been, had maybe watched a documentary on leprosy, because I was always into really interesting documentaries as a child. Because the first thought I had after the curiosity was, oh, what limb is going to fall off? And I went into this. Oh my gosh, how scary. I went into hysterics and real emotion. They didn't know what to do with me. And my aunt was a very famous singer. Her name's George Gibbs in the 50s. She was the number one singer of the 50s. And she took me to Dr. Orntreich in New York, which was Sheriff's doctor and Frank Sinatra and all these people. And I walk in and, and they said to me, you know, you have alopecia. And he, the way he said it to a 13 and a half year old, it was like, I don't know, here's, here's eggs. You want hash browns? I mean, there was absolutely no bedside matter attached whatsoever. No sympathy. I thought, okay. And he goes, and there's no cure. But there is a band-aid. We have good news. We're going to shoot your head with cortisone. And it's going to make the hair come back. I'm not saying it's going to prevent further hair loss, but your hair will come back. And that were really curious. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going you're gonna to shoot my head with, cortis- with needles in my scalp? Mm. So the first time around... I got the hang of it by sniffing in the spray that numbed the scalp, and I'd get high for like five seconds, enough to live through the sound of Rice Krispies as the needle was coming into my scalp in and out. And I got the hang of it. And truly, that's how I was able to get through 17 years. You know, my first 17 years of my soap world, nobody ever knew anything, especially because I always made sure my spots were taken care of. I'd a little undergrounder, and I would get it taken care of. So alopecia certain times, alopecia can actually be dealt with, and that is with cortisone shots even to this day. Now, I just... Oh, go ahead, Andrea. No, it's okay, Lisa. Go. Well, I was just going to say, because we got to have you back for to really delve into the book Sex, Wigs, and Whispers, because what's so great is that you give people women, you know, tips about what you can do and what if you start dating somebody new and, you know, even simple things like going in for a kiss and he touches the back of your head and like things that you, well, that's you don't the most really frightening thing. think about. Yeah. Right? 
Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, Sex, Wigs, and Whispers was really written, and it took me seven years to do, for women to find their freedom again. Because women stop their lives, they stop dating, they stop having sex, they stop being social, they stop having intimacy. They, they stop their entire lives, little by little by little by little. And then they look up 10 years and they go, oh, I've been such a hermit, my life isn't working. No, it does work. You just need the tools. And nobody's told you what to do. And it's really quite simple. It's based on my Pearl program for intimacy that I've done for 10 years here in L.A. out of createdair.com, my salon. So Sex, Wigs, and Whispers is really for the woman who wants to learn how to style her wigs, how to learn how to pick them right. She wants to learn what to say, how to say it, and if he deserves to really know. And if so, how is she going to handle it if he doesn't? How do I live with this condition in absolute harmony and enjoy like any other woman with hair? That's why it was well, Amy, we love... We love that you said that, and we definitely are going to have you back on. Unfortunately, we're out of time for today. No problem. I, I, appreciate, I, was, I appreciate you guys. No, I think it's great, and it's so interesting. And I actually used to pull my hair out. So my, I remember I had a little, I don't know if it's self-induced alopecia, but I remember I used to pull it out, and the doctor told me I used to have bald spots. So, but we'll talk about it on another show. You can learn more about Amy at created underscore hair on Twitter, and you can visit her website at sexwigsandwhispers.com. I'm Andrea Donsky, along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.